0: I knew that Wingtips was, well I went to see this band called Twin Tribes and Wingtips playing and I was selling tickets for it too so not only did I just see them I was helping to promote the show and I did not realize that one, they were even from Illinois because I don't <laughs> do my homework but I had heard of Wingtips and knew them because they're one of the new goth bands out there new new and new goth bands out there and then uh, it wasn't until after the show ended that a friend of mine had sent a message saying, hey, there's this band from Carbondale playing in Austin. Maybe you should go see them. And Oh, and by the way, they said they were from Chicago on stage. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, oh
1: that's a heartbreaker. I'm sorry.
0: Ouch. Typical.
1: Uh, people know Love where Chicago your Wayne is. tips,
0: but... <laughs> You should have mentioned Carbondale, sorry. <laughs> <Damn>. oh, <laughs> I would have been the only person in the audience cheering, but still. I
1: didn't think this podcast was going to have the kind of teeth that it has no. to start off with
0: <laughs> No, they were really good. They were very good. I still like you guys, if you're watching this. And
1: <laughs> So you're like, so. here and now is, like, a, a major, like, flow-through point of the goth scene Austin, one in
0: Austin. Oh yes, yes. I am definitely one of the movers and shakers in Austin, as far as the goth, Espe- somewhat punk, but especially in the goth scene. I yeah. am, I am, yes. And I have a store called Secret October. And if you're ever in anybody in Austin, come by, say hi to me. But <laughs> we are the premier place to get all of your. Plaid bondage pants, and fishnet shirts, and and band t-shirts, and patches, and pins, and stickers. And I also know everything going on in town, too. I can list every (laughs) single show happening, and I can tell you all the other cool shops to go to, and other things to do. In in Austin, but (laughs) but you
1: could have done that in Carbondale. I did
0: do that. Yeah, you're like that was my thing. In fact, I used to work at a shop in Carbondale, and I started selling punk rock shirts and Goth shirts there. It was a head shop, but. Can I say that? Yeah. That to, yeah we uh, I curse, we we could do We couldn't say shops. that back then. No. Here, yeah. Well, now, now cannabis is legal Now in cannabis Illinois. is legal in well, Illinois. Carbondale yeah. is
1: completely reshaping and the whole sector of its economy around cannabis. Because like, I used to work
0: at Merlin's and then then that merged into Main Street Records, which wasn't really a record store. Yeah. And we, it was a head shop. And, <laughs> and then I started uh, ordering band t-shirts for the shop and studded collars and things like that. That were, were you
1: still were you still here like at the time whenever like yeah. all the like heavy-handed like yeah. shut the head shops down activity like, li- went it was a
0: little bit of that okay. and I think right when I left that they, they all got shut down yeah so
1: it's because you left,
0: yes, because I left. <laughs> <laughs>
1: no. Well, we're not going to no. shut this podcast yeah. down, we're going to open it right up. Episode Yay. 93 <laughs> of the WTF Carbondale podcast, where we talk to interesting people about their interesting lives and title back to this little old place we call home, Carbondale, Illinois. And an interesting person who has lived an interesting life connected to an interesting place, Cassandra Davis. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Uh, no, so it was like, is that kind of where? Early, early days kind of working in retail, Is that tra- like just been a natural transition into the work that you do now? Yes, and-, and
0: I think it's because when I was in high school, I took a trip to Chicago and I said, oh, I want a pair of bat earrings. Uh-huh. So I went to the alley and the alley is... Well, I'm not sure if they're even still around. I think they're slightly still around. But they were th- one of the biggest goth punk stores in the country, I uh-huh. believe. And so that really influenced me. And then my friend's mother owned a little head shop here and called Merlin's uh-huh. and got me the job there. And I've always been interested in retail. And so I learned a lot from that. And then as main street records, definitely because I started carrying, Mm -hmm. we were selling lip service, skinny jeans and studded collars and crazy colored hair dye and, and things like that and band t-shirts and patches and stickers. So I, that, uh, taught me a lot about retail. In fact, some of the vendors that we used to order from, I still order from in my store to this day. Like yes. like, like decades amazing. long relationships. Yes. yes, yes. that I got in Carbondale, so God, you so should... my livelihood now is based on things that I learned back in Carbondale. Have
1: you so. have you like so. have you have people done any like media pieces on you? Like have you had like Yo, know, maybe not
0: a rolling uh, stone there was a, but uh, a zine from chicago that heard about lost cross when i was living there but
1: other than that other, that's
0: a shame oh right no Kerang, no that was a kerrang magazine mm-hmm. mentioned my shop this year that's cool they did a little thing they were talking about the vampire scene in austin so yeah
1: what is the vampire so, scene in austin uh it's
0: it, it's yeah, it goes up and down. It's in waves, you know. But You're there is a scene. No. There, <laughs> yes, yes, there is a scene. I, I'm not, I'm not... i I'm friends of that scene, but that's not my thing. It's like South Park. There's the goths and the vampires.
1: So.
0: <laughs> <Do> you watch <laughs> nothing Letter? against the vampires.
1: Do you but. do you watch Letterkenny at all? Is that no? I, I need with? to watch it. Ah, I the, need
0: to the, watch the, it. I be, know.
1: With, with, with the goths in it, there will be some good connections. Oh, so,
0: good. Then I definitely need to watch <laughs> did
1: it. Did you so did I've you seen a few like episodes. have exposure to this yeah. lifestyle? Before coming to Carbon, were you like? Were you like super young when you first moved to the area, like Ducoy? Okay, so, so
0: I I was born in Chicago and lived there until I was thirteen. Okay, and at that point, I was I was heavily into New Wave. This was early eighties, remember? Uh-huh. So it was all called New Wave back then, and then the New Wave started morphing into Goth right around that age and like my older friends were all going to Medusa's in Chicago and then my dad got sick and so what do you do when you're sick and you're dying you go back home and he grew up in Ducoin, so I moved to Ducoin, and that was a culture shock the they hated <laughs> me there I did not fit in there no one understood me yeah. I didn't understand them and their Bon Jovi culture and <laughs> all of that it was all hair metal and I was like listening to The Cure and Skinny Puppy and and uh all these and Sisters of Mercy and things like that and and I was very misunderstood, and it was a very rough time, especially as a teenager, to go into an environment like that—a small town from yeah. the big city—when <laughs> you're into all this weird stuff. So, uh, so of course, it's Car- uh, yeah. do coins. So the 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 next bex- best thing after that is Carbondale because yeah. it's only not 30 miles i don't even know i have no concept of space. yeah yeah. it's It's not too far Yeah,
1: 25 minute ish drive yeah Yeah.
0: so it's not a very long drive to come here so as soon as i learned to drive i would start to come to carbondale of course i'd hit up all the record stores i was just buying tons and tons of music here and and thankfully i'm a big music fan yeah that's my life so (laughs) thankfully carbondale being a, a a college town kids from chicago would come bring their cool record collections and then they'd need drug and alcohol money so they'd (laughs) sell all their cool stuff so i would get all their used stuff really cheap and so my record collection was insane back then and so i love carbondale for that and and then actually the first person in carbondale i met was a person named Jack Chansey, and I hope he watches this and listens to it, because he he was my first Carbondale friend. And I met him at the mall and he was wearing a depeche mode shirt. And so we started talking about music. And he introduced me to the first few people that I got to know in Carbondale. And then uh, later on, I got a job at a little record store that is where called Rocksteady, which is where Melange Coffee uh-huh, was. Uh-huh. I have no idea what's there now. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah nothing. Nothing.
0: Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, that's sad. Well, uh, yeah. I like legitimately yeah.
1: like as we're talking here, like in my mm-hmm. mindset, like I want to pick your brain so much at a point in time when you're not trying to go out and party and enjoy the weekend, right? right. Just like about like Thanks. what what things can be done to revitalize like a little chunk of oh. land that is the Strip, right? Because yeah. there's so so much potential here that, like a person like yourself, understands how to tap into that. You know, fresh new oh, business owners that. that are in, like, just do this. So that's that's, someday, a, that's an offline conversation. Someday, but. <laughs> when
0: I'm tired of having my store in Austin, I I I am saying keep saying that someday I'm going to come back to Carbondale, even if it's for half a year at a time.
1: I'll, I'll, give, and, a, I'll and, give you a reason and to and do if it. And so, maybe I'll help, I'll I'll you help
0: revitalize the business industry here cool. because now I know what to do and now I'm good at it and if <laughs> I could do it in Austin, I could definitely make a business work here, I feel like. And, yeah, I believe that wholeheartedly. And so, yeah.
1: Big, big, yeah. the the heavy question mm-hmm. that, that, I, that I've got here is about how music... And friends that would ultimately become the scene mm-hmm. helped you to navigate through the, the difficult part of, of your dad's
0: illness. Yeah, well, my dad eventually died when I was 15. And then, to make matters worse, six months, it's the six-month rule that I call it with older couples. My mother got cancer ah. within six months of him dying, and then she died a few years later. Wow. So, And I do think that that had a big effect on me because... When I, most people in their college years had their parents to rely on, I had no one. I was complete orphan at that point. And so I think I, because I didn't have that family backup, I used friends here and use the scene here as my family. And I think that may be why I put so much into it, because (laughs) I've thought about this for years, I did not think this at the time, I had no idea. But thinking back, I think I was using the scene as a family replacement, and that's probably why I was so hardcore into helping it out. And and the scene helped me, it got me through those hard years, and so. Yeah, so, and now I do think of it as my family, and even though I moved far, far away from here, I still come back here uh, once every year, no more than once every two years, but most years since I've left, I've been back here at least, about once a year on average to visit with everybody, and I still have these long-lasting connections with people (laughs) that I feel like are my family, even though we're not blood relatives so
1: you don't have to be yeah blood to have
0: no you do not in <laughs> fact it's sometimes better when it's not blood oh my so gosh. yes so i do I, I can never get carbon dioxide out of my system because of this so yeah and also because i'm so into music i immediately tapped into the music scene here and and just decided hey i want to help out and and even though i was never a great musician i never wanted to practice i've been in a couple bands but i'm not good enough that's why i'm not playing at the lost cross reunions because in fact i get they're
1: not gonna let you dj between (laughs) sets
0: no i i will dj i will gladly dj but playing in a band i get nightmares about being asked to play in a band now because i i it's been so many years since i played i've forgotten what i was doing and i was I never practiced when I was younger. It was just a fun thing to do. So, I but I liked being part of the scene and helping out and probably everything that you could possibly do in the 90s with the music scene. I probably did at one point. Yeah. And I helped out at Soundcore Music. I I did I did everything. <laughs> I helped people book shows. I did book some shows at various venues. I and you know, and then having the parties and everything. So I've always done, done things around the scene. I've, I used to go to the nightlife every single week and list every single show happening and hand it to Chris Wisman And (laughs) so for most of the nineties, all of their show listings were things that I wrote and said, here, here, do this and post this. And, and he did. And so, and I think it, you know it helped him out and absolutely I would reciprocal. hang up, make posters I made a lot of flyers for a lot of shows I hung up flyers everywhere just I don't know I just always like to help out and so
1: You got the true DIY hustle
0: I did I had the true DIY hustle <laughs> that is that that is true <laughs> I made stickers for bands I did all sorts of things yeah
1: Have you always been a creative too like the Yeah
0: yeah I went to art school <laughs> so oh, yeah, I used, yeah. you know <laughs>
1: You know, <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and what you did then is still yeah. what you're doing now like it's it, not it like it kind
0: of is i'm still doing that i still promote <laughs> promote shows in austin yeah. i i yeah i sold tickets for a lot of the goth shows at the, the goth bar there uh, and it's i definitely still help out with the scene so no no I, I even thought about that a couple years ago it's like wow my life has not changed much. I'm still working retail, you know, except that it's my retail. Yeah, you, you, you is, just scaled just, up. That's I what scaled, what you've you've scaled exactly, up exactly, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not working for someone else, but I'm still kind of doing the same type of thing. What, so. what was
1: it you? Okay, so I, I, yeah. and forgive me because I, I yes. don't remember the specific reference, but okay. you were talking about um, stuff that you have, like that you that you like initiated in Austin, like that you're like the like the origin story or like the origin component what was it was it a particular music scene was it a particular music event i don't remember oh, no. what what you were describing
0: oh in austin yeah. oh um oh i was talking about the event called convergence and it is in a goth festival that travels around from city to city everywhere and i think it started in chicago it did not think i it did start in chicago uh-huh. in the very late 90s and it was kind of dying out and uh and there was always talk about having it in austin but it was getting to the point where it was almost gone yeah. and then my my dear friend lucy Ramon from wisconsin who she passed away recently but she and i and a few others including my partner at work mary uh and alex j from chicago sorry i had to name some names um we all got together and and we kind of resurrected this festival from the dead almost. I mean, it was down to almost nothing yeah. and it was not going to happen again probably. And we made it happen and turned it into a giant fest. I think what did we have like 36 bands or something play yeah. <laughs> on weekend or something and from all over and it, at multiple venues and so and now it's it's a big event again and and it's still although Last year, of course, it kind of slowed down. But for a while, it was gaining momentum and yeah. traveling around to different cities. And I'm sure once things get back to normal, it'll probably pop back up again. Yeah. And I'm very good at resurrecting things from the ashes. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> and <laughs>
1: yes. we, we will get to that through Phoenix. one more. And, and, I, and I'll get to yes. my, my last, yes. like, the here and now yeah. question. But, like, the experience uh, of, like, being in Austin as Austin mm-hmm has become the new Austin. Yeah. Like, has it, what, what's that kind of experience? Austin's a weird
0: place now because it, when I got a there... A different kind of weird yeah. than what they advertise Well, when I ago. first <laughs> moved there, it was people were like, it's not the same, and but it was so really cool. And at the time, I went there, and especially coming from Carbondale, nothing yeah. against Carbondale, but it was the big city and, like, so much exciting stuff. And so, it, it, and it really did have a scene... But it is kind of getting overrun with yuppies and hipsters, and anybody who has been to carbon, i mean, been to Austin, excuse me—will tell you that it's overrun with yuppies and hipsters. And so, although I do really love Austin, hey, and I can throw yes.
1: stones from a distance, I got yes, no problem yes. calling a bunch it's of Austin true. yuppies and Austin It's true,
0: but it really is the live music capital of the world, yeah. and every band that anybody wants to see plays in Austin, and it it is the place for shows so it's it's losing some of its weird character because it's all shiny yuppie condos everywhere now yeah. but there are little <laughs> pockets of cool like my shop and there's a few other cool places yeah. if any of you ever visit austin let me know i will tell you every cool place in town <laughs> and there are there are still little pockets of cool yeah. and but definitely, the music scene is amazing. We have everybody wants to play in Austin, so it is the best place to see shows. Yeah. And so. how
1: how have uh, how has kind of your 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 organizing work right in the scene mm-hmm. kind of changed as the digital tools have become oh. much more <laughs> well? It's robust. not just
0: cutting and pasting flyers, like I used to hear. (laughs) I'm I'm very good at doing the cut and paste collage style flyer. The actual cutting. The actual cutting and pasting. And (laughs) And that is something you just don't do anymore. Everything is done on computer. And I am terrible at computers. I (laughs) use them. But and actually, I need to make some stickers for work. And I I have a Linux at home and I can't figure out how to use it. And so it's made it worse. So I may go back to the old cutting and pasting just to make some things. And my last t-shirt design I made for my own shop, I got frustrated with, you doing it online so I ended up just drawing it out yeah. and scanning it and I, I think I'm better at that I'm still too old school for well, that there's, there's so
1: much to be said for presence of the hand yes right? yes
0: I'm too Gen X I'm not I'm, I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I can't get this I'm like the, so
1: Gen X I am <laughs> so Gen X i can not i am like so general xi am so general xi am I love
0: it I, I am a poster it. girl from Gen X I really am it was
1: and, it was art school so art school was just kind of the, the thing that like, I
0: didn't finish it though uh, but, <laughs> I didn't learn much in there anyway
1: <laughs> you just thought like I like to do this sorry oh wait no, I'm supposed no I, I
0: learned a lot everyone go to SIU <laughs> Carbondale oh, needs
1: blood. you <laughs> <laughs> dear God please
0: <laughs> no I want SIU to do well because if not Carbondale Carbondale needs SIU yeah. so I yeah. don't want to, so I, I should I should not <laughs> say bad things about it <laughs> it's a great uh, school <laughs> <laughs> Buckminster Mr. Fuller. Yes, yes. Remember that. <laughs> well, I mean, with that, I mean,
1: that's part of the, you know, probably the filtration of how just punk in general made its way to Carbondale.
0: Oh, in yes. In early years yes. was thanks to. Yes. If it weren't for having a university here. Carbondale would probably be Ducoin or or <laughs> it would a be neighboring town. a neighboring town. That <laughs> is what made Carbondale Carbondale. You have to have the university there. Yeah. Austin's the same way. It was a college town, you know, but it turned into a big city. but it you need to have the college because it brings in new people every year, brings interesting people. it's it's very healthy for this town to have the university. So I want SIU to succeed. And every time I hear about budget cuts and things, I've oh, yeah. grown all the way in Texas. I'm grown. Uh-huh, but I mean, I, 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 I'm I, like, I no. imagine there's
1: all sorts of stuff that you look at in Texas and you're like, uh, yeah. like,
0: why? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yeah. But I want Carbondale to do well. I really do. Yeah.
1: No, and, and this need, and this is needs cool. Needs like this it. is that's part of what kind of this tool is. Like be mm-hmm. you know, the the show is fun and like mm-hmm. it's it's neat to do and whatever, but like there's there's a pointed purpose here, right? Yes. Of like connecting people, of like showing the 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 like broader mm-hmm. net cast yes. of like the the, the big picture Carbondale story, right? Yes. And and there's always the want to succeed the interest to return, mm-hmm. right? The 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 acknowledgement that this place is where you were able to engage first in the skills that people now use. Oh yeah, across the role, right? Wherever it may yeah. be, yours just happens to be organizing people and things. Yes, together. I am good at
0: that. That is one of my super <laughs> skills: organizing people and things. Yes,
1: and that's how you save yes. Lost Cross.
0: Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I did say Lost Cross. I, I you am be shy that. about it. Sorry. Say
1: it. say it out. I mean, everybody. Does everybody know it? I hope so. <laughs> I don't know.
0: I mean, I'm not the only one. No. There no. were a lot of people in a long line but, <laughs> before and after.
1: But me. but there's something but, to be said about being house mom.
0: But I was <laughs> definitely house mom. But yeah, so Lost Cross. So actually, I I came to Lost Cross a little late yeah. because. Well, first of all, there were other houses that were much more popular. Of course, House of Voodoo. Everybody knows House of Voodoo. That was the to me. That was whatever. That was the legendary Carbondale house. Yeah. And so I don't even know why it ended. I, I, I'm not sure. That's somebody else's interview. The these, yeah, <laughs> just,
1: these, these, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> yeah. You, you know, know. just about I the same know. as every other and house in Carmel. Structural yeah, I, integrity. I, <laughs> I, there's been
0: a lot of houses, and I think it just after a while it peters out. You need somebody has to take charge and keep it going yeah and so usually what happens is somebody gets married or they move on or get a job Mm -hmm. or something and they have to that yeah they have to go be lame and (laughs) and so it's hard doing a party house in fact i used to say it's like dog years living in a party house it's Um, one year is like seven seven years years. it really is It feels that way and so it's a hard life and so so you can only do it for a short period of time so you need to pass it down to other people and i i first heard of lost cross i was working at rocksteady records Uh and i met mortimer bustos (laughs) and (laughs) mortimer uh, and and so i came to lost cross a little later than most people and because and mortimer's like hey come to my house sometime my name is mortimer i live on elm street and i just was thinking like nightmare on elm street are you making this up is your name really mortimer and i live at a place called the lost cross and i'm thinking what this sounds like you're making this weird persona of yourself and it kind of was but it's yeah but well, it was also mortimer. kind
1: of the real persona um, just the same yes
0: it was his real persona and it was great and that was my introduction to Lost Cross House, was all Mortimer, Bustos. And, and so then I started going to the parties there and hanging out. But at one point, it seemed to, like, it was John Collins and James Ricks were living there. And I james i think was getting married maybe and gonna move away or something and so then there was a room open john needed a roommate and so james mentioned it to me And it's like oh live at lost cross oh my god yes because i kind of looked up to lost cross as this party place because i was trying to have my own parties at this other house in cherry court and And I was failing miserably in a lot of ways. And I I don't even want to talk about it, but it's okay. You're allowed to fail to get to your successes. So I had some bad parties there, but is, as soon as I found out that there was an opening to live at Lost Cross I, I immediately jumped on it yeah. I spent two seconds thinking about it and it's like yes yes we're doing this and I think it had been a while since they had any shows there mm-hmm. now this was Nitro Junior days when I moved in mm-hmm. and before Bottle, Bottle Tones and so, so that's what I love
1: about like you can you can tell the era of the house based on based on the band like the premiere yeah. band of the yeah
0: well, there was before the, There was Captain Rock in the battle, Bottle Bottletones with Mortimer singing, but that was a different incarnation than the current Bottletones. Uh-huh. And but this we're here. We're in the middle of Nitro Jr. And so, um, so but they hadn't really had any shows in a while, and. I I don't know. I felt like it was kind of becoming like the other houses where it just wasn't really doing as many shows, even though it was still a practice space. Mm -hmm. But I said, I'm going to make this a big party house again once (laughs) I moved in. And I remember my very first party, and I put so much effort into it. I told every single person I knew about it. And, oh, wait, the first party, I lied. Bottle Tones were playing, sorry, because I think they played there. Unless my memory's failing me, I don't know. We'll fact check that. Yeah, I think it was the (laughs) No, maybe. (laughs) Well, I remember Rock and Billy were playing there. This other rock and Billy band. So I'm pretty sure the the Bottletons were playing there. And I just remember I had this one party, and it was massive. Like I still have photographs of the backyard where it's just filled with people. There were so many people that this guy andrew robertson also rest in peace uh... he was one of the bagel men at the time and oh, he wow. brought the bagel cart to the ah, lost cross ah, backyard. You guys like,
1: we've made it on my first we've party We've made it. The bagel man showed up for the yes. party. We're here.
0: Yes. <laughs> and it was amazing. And, and it, it was like, yes, you know, cause I feel like if I would have started it out with just a tiny party, it just wouldn't have been as good. It, it needed to be massive. And it was, and, and so I, yeah, but, so it started out with a bang, but then also besides that, we had lots of other parties. And I remember I, I said, I'm going to try to brand this kind of like how Mikey Snot does this MSIG and that. And I was like, we need to brand Lost Cross and yeah. start putting Lost Cross on all the flyers, you know, just put the symbol. And actually, I'm the reason for the symbol. I want to tell the world that, you know, the symbol, the cross with the L-O-S-T. That was me. I was inspired by my friend Jacob Tate, who also moved to Austin. (laughs) Because they just funnel us to Texas. It's
1: like retirement for punks. It is. It is retirement
0: for punks you go to Austin. uh, There's been a lot of people. It's surprising. But my friend Jacob Tate, he worked at, at the record store with Brady Campbell, and I ordered something, and they always send you these little cards in the mail saying, your order of blah, 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 CD is in, or, or tape, or whatever. And and so he made this little doodle of, for next to Lost Cross House, and I took his doodle, and then I turned it into that Lost Cross symbol. And so I started putting that on the bottom of every flyer, mm-hmm. and then I got a radio show at WDB. DBX. So there's DBX
1: and uh, yeah. WIDB. No, no, yeah, yeah I, I DJ'd
0: at both of them. Okay, yeah. nice. I was terrible. Nice. I don't want to count the IDB. That's I was okay. terrible, um, <laughs> but I was better at DBX. I had my own show, so I called it the Lost Cross Show, uh-huh. and I used that little symbol and anything basically to do with the house. Mm-hmm. I put that on there because I was like, I got to brand this and turn it into a thing. I don't know why I just and, felt like-, and, like it was. I was born. It was something to do. Brand, right? <laughs> yes, like- yes. One time a couple years ago, I was working at my shop in Austin and a guy from Kentucky uh, from a band called Wrecked came in and we were talking and he said he was I think he was from Kentucky or Tennessee and and I said oh I'm from Illinois and then somehow I mentioned Carbondale and and I said, "Have you ever heard of a house called Lost Cross?" And then he comes behind my counter, lifts up his pant leg, and he shows me a giant Lost Cross of that tattoo of that symbol. This random person that I just ran into in Austin who I've, was on tour there, and he shows me this tattoo that of this thing that I made up. It was like, I've, "Oh I've my watched, god, I've, I can't believe this!" I've watched
1: friends it. get I've watched it. friends get it. stick poke tattoos wow. of, the, of the Lost wow. Cross. Well, wow. brands no, oh, on their bodies you. on Elm Street. Yeah. Like I, this, this may have been five years ago during yeah. Lost Cross Thirty. Oh my god! I, 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 it, or it may have just been some night. I don't know. Oh Maybe, but like, yeah, I love it. What, like, I love how it. How many people do you think?
0: I've have, heard quite a few have it. It's now. a lot. I've heard quite a few do. That's
1: a thing. That's <laughs> that's
0: a thing. I love it. It makes me very happy. Ah, oh. to know that that I help be part of something that is still going and.
1: You're you're on They feel good enough to
0: put, yeah, to tattoo that forever. Like
1: people still to this day.
0: I like for a while, I thought, would anyone even wear a t-shirt of that or a patch? But to put it on a tattoo, that's amazing. There are people
1: that weren't born when you (laughs) drew that symbol. I know. (laughs) That have that symbol on their bodies forever. I
0: know. I love it. It's so... It makes me feel all warm and fuzzy. It's a special
1: kind of influence that it you is. have, Cassandra. I <laughs> mean, oh,
0: I mean, it really, I mean, it really thank is, you. though, right? Like thank people,
1: you. some people measure their influence mm-hmm. in like the amount of you know you know, the their capacity to get other people to do their bidding or to yeah. do something that they ask them to do or yeah. to just you know commit an action themselves mm-hmm. right but yours is like just this this <laughs> passive influence oh. that your persona lives oh. through <laughs> like this just just
0: common thread oh Yay. my god I'm so so
1: glad we we get to have Yay. this conversation.
0: Yeah, I'm no my superpowers. I'm I'm good at bringing people together, yeah. introducing the right people together, and I'm good at like pushing other things because I feel like I'm not very good at certain things. Yeah, but like I at any specific thing like being in a band or whatever. But I'm good at pushing other people's bands and pushing the scene. And yeah, so well, I, and it's, it, like
1: it needs that. Like that's yes, a requirement, it needs to right? have
0: Somebody. It, it, do that
1: and you don't like if if everybody's trying to do that the scene becomes this
0: oh yeah yeah, yeah.
1: but if you have one person that doesn't Mm. threaten the scene around them because they're not the talent
0: yeah right exactly i was never the talent i'm the behind (laughs) i'm like the manager behind the scenes person pushing it but Yeah. yeah but yeah but i i think that is that it actually, that is one of the reasons why Lost Cross is still going as opposed to these other houses. And yeah. I do feel like putting that, yeah, putting like a little symbol and branding it and calling everything Lost Cross Productions. Yeah. I started writing that Lost Cross Productions and things <laughs> and just made it into something a little bit more. Yeah. So then it's stuck around. And also, once I did move, I was very picky about who... Took over. I Mm -hmm. didn't want it to just Mm -hmm. go to anybody. And the funny thing is, I didn't get my wish at first because I really wanted Adam Fletcher to go and Uh take over, but he was too young to live on his own. (laughs) (laughs) He was still in high school, I believe. And sorry, I'm old. Um, And I, but I thought, oh man, too bad he's not old enough because he would be the perfect person to take over this Lost Cross legacy, and then now, get, look at it. Yeah, him. Look here we at are, him. right? <laughs> little, so, little old Adam little Fletcher, Adam, look at what he's grown up yay. to do. Yeah. Oh, uh, and when I moved, I gave him all my old zines, because remember, the 90s, you yeah, didn't absolutely. have webpages, pages had zines. Them, yeah. I gave stacks of zines and things. So you're also so, part of,
1: like, why he's really into, like, the history I hope, I hope I thing, like the collecting influence.
0: aspects. I hope I had some good influence You were just him. house
1: mom, you were Adam I am I, I, I
0: was I do yes I was a good I was definitely house mom definitely <laughs> like, yes oh yes my yes <laughs> I am a very motherly figure and <sighs> And the scene was my child at yeah. the time, so. Well,
1: and then, like, yes. I mean, just, like, you know, the, the Gwen mm-hmm. carving at PKs, right? Like, all oh, my yes, children. Oh, yes,
0: yes, right? yes. It's a very
1: gwen very Gwyn. That's right, thing. yes,
0: yeah. I do kind of think of everybody. Uh, it, people I haven't met yet. Those are my children. They're my grandchildren. <laughs>
1: <laughs> they don't they're, know it yet. They don't
0: know it, but yes, <laughs> yes. Have you, <laughs> have, you, have you
1: had any of these interactions yet where, like, you engage with somebody, and and maybe they don't quite know yet, <laughs> but they're talking about, it and so they start mm-hmm. talking about. It. You recognize where they're at. You start kind of following along the line of conversation. Then you start to kind of chime in with things about your influence over this that oh. you know is kind of the leader to their experience. Decades later, have you have you had not that experience? too much? Yes. I mean, <laughs> the guy
0: from Recht who was visit, who didn't even live in Carbondale, who just uh-huh. visited Lost Cross and decided to get a tattoo. Yeah, but. Otherwise I just because whenever I visit I haven't met too many of the new people who have been in the scene and uh-huh. live there so that yeah so I haven't run across that that much but that's only cuz I'm not here I think you know <laughs> otherwise I probably would chime in and say hey this and this Every, although I did bond with Anya Anya yeah. who lived at Lost Cross right and she was there when I, the last time I was in Carbon, was when yeah. the Bottle Tones played at Sunset Concerts, yeah. and and we talked her into having a little get together, and all the old crew showed up there. It was wonderful in old times, and and I really did bond with her. She's a wonderful person. And well, I'm you were glad talking about just like there.
1: the nice so. to have just. <laughs> A dash of femininity yes, attached yes. to the dude bro house. Yes, yes. Is. Nothing
0: against against guys. I <laughs> <laughs> love it. But it's it. Yeah, it does help to have a girl around every now and then to kind of. Break it up a little. Well, you know? I
1: mean, it, when it, when you get to the point some... where like the the bathroom is is impassable. Yeah. Right. Although it's like, somebody care a little bit more about your hygiene, please. <laughs> no. I I do
0: have to say, when I lived there, we had the clawfoot tub uh-huh. because Billy Bone. After I left, Billy Bollinger renovated the house and Uh redid the bathroom and we had the clawfoot bathtub, which was beautiful, but there was a hole in the floor about this big and you could look down into the basement. And I was always scared that bathtub was going to fall through the floor, but I'm not, I'm handy in some ways, but I'm not good at building floors and drywall and things. So thank you, Billy Bollinger for (laughs) helping with all that. So, um, but and the house was always dirty when I was living there. But I felt like the entire time I lived there, all I did was clean. Yeah. I was just going around, picking up after people <sighs> nonstop. And every time I see photographs, it looks... Uh, messy, and I'm thinking, how did it get so messy? I, used I worked to clean. so hard. I used this. to clean constantly there, and and also when I lived with John, did you, get,
1: did you get help with the? Did you get help with like maintaining no, the house? Did you? No, okay. oh. no.
0: When I li- when I was I, living,
1: I, that was so point. It was like a no bullshit like. <laughs> No, I didn't get help with no, the house. Are you
0: shit. I have it? to say there were even people who I'm not going to name names. Uh, oh, were smoking. but you know who you are. You know who you are. Sorry. <laughs> who would smoke cigarettes and the ashtray was was within arm's reach and would still just ash on the floor instead of in the ashtray? Thanks, but yeah, I remember.
2: You know who you
0: are. Um, but. When I lived with John Collins from Nitro Junior, he uh, we had a deal. He would clean the bathroom, uh-huh. <laughs> and I would clean the rest of the house, which was actually perfect for me. I, I feel I like that's that. a.
1: I feel like that's, that's a. That's even. Yeah, because the bathroom.
0: Yeah, especially after <laughs> a party. Oh yeah, yes, and it wasn't even just the big parties that we had with the touring bands yeah. and all that. We also had. Oh, oh by the way, I to get touring bands i went to maximum rock and roll used to have this zine called book your own fucking life
1: (laughs) and you you would
0: basically put little classified ads Uh in there so you put a little ad for the house and and things like that and so then we would get random bands calling up and saying hey i saw your ad and book your own fucking life i want to play here and that's how we got them and But also, besides those shows, we also had lots of little jam sessions, Uh a lot of artsy-fartsy things when I was living there. It was a little (laughs) different. And I had the goth influence, and my friend Craig Wilson would come over, and he, from Nuclear Winter, and he would do lots of little artsy projects, and we'd have little jam sessions in the basement and little experimental music parties and and then also we were in a neo folk band called bloom and i remember we had this big uh super gothy neo folk party where bloom pay- played in the basement and it was all candle lit and we were super artsy at the beginning i remember i I smashed up a globe with an axe beforehand, and <laughs> and it, it was all yeah, kind of pretentious, but it was also kind of neat and gothy, and <laughs> it was living my weird gothy dreams. So back it, then. so it's it's not so. it's,
1: it's not exactly goth, but it but it is definitely something that that I think you would be interested in. Um, mm-hmm. uh, Adam Turrell. Uh, oh yeah, I the, know him. Oh yeah, so yes. <laughs> I, so the the Borg and Labor <laughs> Museum that he and his uh partner uh t- t- i want to say trish but i, I don't also want to get her name wrong but oh well it's in recording now yeah. um the, <laughs> uh have made and it's just like i've intense, heard about it i've heard about it oh it's it's so i, I want to yeah. eventually do a piece on it but it's it's it's, it's just like that that type of experiential like mm-hmm. modification of space kind of yes. activity right
0: yes yeah when i was at the Lost, car i it i did feel like it was more like an art uh, art jam space than just the party space yeah. you know it wasn't just about the touring bands although that was also a big part of it but i'd say a few times a week there were always there was always some sort of happening going yeah. on over there it is sort of like in the 60s when they say it's a happening <laughs> it, w- it was very similar something's
1: to- happening here <laughs> yes. what it is ain't exactly my god not clear <laughs> Ben.
0: But, yeah, no, we'd no. have... Oh, that was the AC. But, yeah, there would always be some crazy art show or something. Not art show, but, like, artsy performance. I mean, a lot of these weren't even official things. Yeah. They were just us hanging out, and it would turn into it, like, one day... I don't know. Everybody ended up spray painting themselves from head to toe, with yeah. silver spray paint. And so a lot of the silver spray paint that's in the basement uh-huh. is still from that party. Wow. I still see bits of it in there, like on some of the pillars. We yeah. just, I don't know what happened. It and was. That's why it's marked Bloom. as a
1: historical preservation <laughs> yes, site.
0: That's no, right. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so, but we did, it was just a fun, it was fun. It was just always something there. People would show up on my doorstep who I, I didn't even know, and it seemed like half the town had a key to the house. So I didn't really have any privacy. People would show up, but it also was a lot. It was a lot having, you know, there was always something happening there. So sorry, I keep oh no, that's okay. I just keep thinking it's okay.
1: uh, He he's here. I just got to make sure he's getting okay. So I'm gonna I'm gonna throw something out to you. Okay. I'm gonna run away and let you tell a story without me here for just a moment.
0: Okay. Let's
1: the the grossest thing that has ever happened that you have seen at Lost Cross. Okay. That you're like, oh, God, that awful oh. story.
0: Okay. <laughs> and I'll be back it's not going to be very long. Huh? <laughs> It'll only be 30 seconds before I'm back. Okay. <laughs> the grossest thing was probably we used the basement used to flood. And when I say flood, it would flood four feet and it looked like a river in like a whitewater river in the backyard and it would flood four feet tall and one time my friend mortimer helped clean up after the waters went away and he said there's seven different types of nasty smells in here and it it, that was horrible and then one, and one time it flooded, and I hadn't been home for days, and everything grew mold on it upstairs. That was pretty disgusting. <laughs> well, See, okay. i oh. that story off
1: now <laughs> so that, like, I wouldn't have to worry about just hop on the stool, man, you're in.
0: <laughs> but to bring things back, one time it, the it was flooding a when. <laughs> that's
1: it. That's oh, it. Oh, we did. Yeah, yeah, nice, man. <laughs> it's nice having people,
3: isn't it? <laughs> it is. I don't know. I don't know if she knew that her people got, yeah, my my people people, got a hold of my uh, people, but we did this whole thing in just, just a few That's hours. Right. It was really
1: good. Was
0: Black good and blue.
1: For us. Yeah.
0: Well, one but time. Day so heat, what?
1: My day sheet was a little off. Scoot a little here, bit. Like, yes, yeah, so you know it was <laughs> mine. Brady, and then I'm going to. All right. Cool. I'll bring this in. Hi. Can I get you guys? Oh. Ah. All the love. All the love. I'm really, this is, this is just kind of a cool break in. I appreciate you guys <laughs> want to work with like a little kind of artistic thought on how to kind of bring this. I
0: should have brought Did beer. Did you bring presents? See, I didn't, I
3: thought for sure you would uh, bring beer. I didn't know the situation. I have two warm beers. Oh. <laughs> Which one
1: do you want? Have this one. It's yeah. easier. Do you
0: have, <laughs> oh, Oktoberfest. Yes. Do, do you, I have a bottle opener? Yeah. Very I, important.
1: I don't, but I have really sturdy keys.
0: There's a, I was carrying mine around all the time <laughs>
1: here, until now. Sturdy, sturdy key, would that be, is that is that probable? I almost brought no, there's, wine there's with me, here.
0: but then I didn't know, oh, so I glugged a glass of wine before I came here.
1: Oh, so, close. Because, so close. Be
0: like James and open it with your teeth. Or not.
3: <laughs>
1: so anyway, <laughs>
0: Uh, well i want to say this this on camera one time the basement was flooding and jesus christ superfly were supposed to play and we moved the party across the street and somehow the people there did not want to have they wanted to have their own bands and not jesus christ superfly so they didn't get to play that last time at the cross when i was there but now they get to play the cross party so (laughs) there it all comes around and they live in austin too (laughs) More
1: Austin. More <laughs> because Austin. That's where we're at. Any luck, Brady? You're like belt buckle. Belt I buckle's the next had A bottle step. opener
0: in my bag the whole time and then the I set time. it aside. The
1: whole
0: time. I, as the in the last time. few ta- days. The, the, the last time. few days. I know I've got here, just
1: you guys sit down and talk I've got a church key here. Let me go get it.
0: You guys I had a church the key the last few days.
1: And, and it just if, disappeared.
3: There's, if there's been a if there's what are we talking about?
1: Whatever you want to. It's your podcast now, guys. Well, now
0: I hosting. don't know. There <laughs> we go. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> oh, I should have some water after this. Oh, there's water?
3: We <laughs> don't, don't even get to see ourselves?
0: No, I don't want to see myself. <laughs> I'm not going to watch this.
3: To see how high the hair can get. <laughs> yeah.
0: you need to let it grow longer. What's that? Need to let it grow longer. Well, we did, and then yeah.
3: last time, my wife's been doing a wonderful job of cutting it. Oh. Uh, the whole COVID. Is she time. here? No, she she's, she's at home. She, she's still not feeling very well. Oh. But um. Crap. Yeah, um, she's been she's cutting it the whole time, doing a great job. Like mm-hmm. a, a great job. Yeah. This last time we were in a hurry, and she uh, didn't put the uh, she didn't put the guard on. Thank you. You <gasps> on the on the razor? Oh and just no!
0: Went, oh no! And so
3: I was going short, no matter what. You know.
0: <laughs> I had the haircut at one point this yeah, year. Yeah.
3: So we just all did, down
0: to nothing. Yeah, it wasn't a good look and, for me. Yeah, and,
3: and this was about five or six inches long at one point, and it was just mm-hmm. too much. We just hacked it all off. Okay when when, when she, once that happened because there was no returning like yeah she just uh, the noise that uh, mm-hmm. she made was just like ah. <gasps> i'm <am> so sorry
0: <laughs> yeah i've cut my own hair for the last few years i miss having paul cook around he used to cut my hair he's the best hair cutter
3: uh paul cook lead singer of the bottle Tones yes. and just extraordinary human uh who played the first show? He can do show. everything.
0: He's like who, he can do anything. He can. Yeah. Did they he play used to the first? He cut everybody's
3: hair in Carbondale, I think, at one point. Yeah. We were in the music scene. In Carbondale, I dyed he,
0: everyone's hair, he cut, and he, he cut he, their he hair. He cut
3: your hair. It was. It was, it was yeah. We
0: perfect. had a. Oh yeah. We had a little hair salon in Lost Cross for a yeah, while. I have
3: multiple pictures of of of, of getting my hair cut by it's Paul true. over the years. My hair would be like this long in front, and then we'd use Murray's uh, homemade to. to you know for the bottle tone stuff And anyway and, and I had the flat top for a mm-hmm. long time too in Nitro and he yeah. did the flat top he
0: did the flat top too yeah like weekly
3: he would cut my hair for the flat top and I was high and tight like a flat top flat top not like you know not like you know we do these days like
0: he did a lot of people's hair but yeah he would cut and I would dye
3: yeah, yeah we yeah. had he was our the little dye, station master well you ended up being the die the dye Die center of uh, <laughs> Illinois for,
2: for a I while. I
0: was. Oh my god, that <laughs> kitchen sink. <laughs> I'm surprised it's not rainbow colored now. <laughs> with all the freaking hair dye there.
1: Uh, 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 <laughs> no, it became a color.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah.
1: I'm but, just I'm just soaking in watching Friends.
0: Uh, was the Bottle Mike. Tones the first? They, they played with Rock and Billy at, at the, that early party that I played yeah, when yeah, I lived there. We played at the
3: Cross quite a few times.
0: Yeah,
3: we we practiced. So the Bottle Tones practiced yeah. at the Cross for years. So the mm-hmm. the Bottle Tones, uh, the concept of the Bottle Tones happened on the porch of Lost Cross. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Chris McGetty, uh, Mortimer Bustos, uh, John Collins went down to Memphis. Uh, in, there were a whole bunch of them went, but those three were uh, went. And uh, saw Little Charlie in the nightcats uh, uh, on Beale Street, and came back and said, "Well, we can fucking do that." Let's yeah, rock and, and, and it was
0: rocking. You uh, know, it was Captain Rock. Captain Rock. And that was, was Tones. Morty. Was Captain
3: Rock, and the Bottletones were the backing band, and they all had Bottletones names. So of course Morty was Captain Rock, and then John was Ace, and uh, uh, I don't remember what Chris Mcatee's. I don't remember. Um, Shannon was uh, Lusk was Hooch. Um, uh, the, uh, um, uh, uh, Blanche bottle tone, uh, the, the, the two singers. Um, uh, um, it was it was quite something. And so as uh, then Mortimer and uh, Chris moved to Chicago with Action Man to become mm-hmm. rock stars,
1: and uh, and <laughs> that 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 inspired a pretty good chuckle, Cassandra.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I love it's a it. true no. story. I know. I remember this.
1: They, they, live, they, they
0: lived right. <laughs> um, I love Mortimer. I told they, you. They I lived know. Chicago, <laughs> right? With that
3: part of Chicago, was like the part you heard stories about. You know, right by the <laughs> double door. And and, and and bless their hearts. There, there's a whole another podcast that can go on just about Chris Mcatee and. And Mortimer Booth, yes. and Paula Rollins, and well, yeah, I will,
1: I will do when I do eventually Mortimer's podcast, I, I'll, I'll drag him in. I was just here. gonna
0: say to me personally, everybody has their, especially when it comes to Lost Cross, their person who they identify the cross with, and yeah. to me, it's Mortimer. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: so, how, it's how you, Mortimer. What, what, do you, what do you guys remember, kind of your first?
0: Well, I I met him when he played in Nitro Jr. I went to see them, and the first time I saw them, I think you were playing somewhere in SIU, and then James sat down next to me, and I started eating my food, or I don't remember. It was like people had food is all I remember, and it was like in the back of some building. (laughs) I don't know. And then James just, you know how James just gets in your face, and just is James? um. So I met James Ricks, and then that's, then, that was, then that's how I met you guys. It was all yeah, through was James at your show. It all seemed like show. it was really yeah.
3: predetermined. Like it doesn't <laughs> seem like we ever really had a chance. Yeah, I don't remember yeah. the like, very like first time when, I had ever talked to you. When you encountered a certain part of, yeah. of the music scene or the Lost Cross yeah. Click or whatever, mm. <coughs> you were kind of just a sign. Like, oh, <laughs> you're like them. Yeah. You know, and that's who you just kind of, I mean, and it just kind of worked out that way. And mm-hmm. then that's what you did. You didn't kind of question it. And it was just kind of a thing, you know? Like you were Lost Cross or you were Romex or you were, or, or you know, you were Voodoo, you know? It depends, mm-hmm. you know, but. You're, you were sharks. Right,
0: yeah.
3: Exactly.
0: <laughs> Except everyone had different bands. Yeah. Yeah. Instead so we of fighting, you just same. had And the only bands. people and that rolled the street
1: playing. corner were Steven Peg Falcone.
0: Oh, that's right <laughs> but all those
1: kids had to go. all those sharks and, and uh, they all had to go to school together during the day yes like, you know? that's
3: right yeah, yeah that's fucking hilarious dude <laughs> um but yeah yeah the house and all the different houses it's all very kind of like a game of thrones too with all the different houses over the years yeah and, mm-hmm. you know um you know, not, Lost Cross being the least nice of all of them, <laughs>
0: <laughs> and how, the, and how the hell it managed to be like the thing we're yeah. here. I think
1: location, location, location.
0: Oh 80- yes, it had an amazing location. Yeah, yeah. yes.
1: So, what, I mean, what That's was it true. like? I mean, what 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 did the location allow you to do? Well,
0: it's a block away from the Strip. Yeah. So, right there. It's right, just, and it's far it's enough the, away
3: from the bars and yet close to the Strip. Yeah. Um, the church means, right across the street means we have to behave ourselves to a, a certain extent. Yeah. Um, there are neighbors, property owners around that you have yeah. to certainly respect. Falcons. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <see that>? They <laughs> were,
0: I, I didn't know them very well, but. I went to uh, high
3: school with Ben and and oh, okay. uh, Flynn. Um, younger, they were always nice. They, they were great. Yeah,
0: nice. I just didn't.
3: Yeah, we never had a, uh, any personally. interaction because, you know,
1: you were it, never bad enough to. Yeah. <laughs> no,
3: I don't think ever. You know, there were there were there were you know there were instances, but we nothing nothing that the house did. No. Yeah.
0: And I was oh yeah something else that I remembered is at the time in the '90s the i felt like the city was trying to shut down party houses yeah. and oh, that's yeah. why everyone named their houses for yeah. starters so that you couldn't didn't have to put the address Dress. on uh, the flyer okay. you could put right. house of voodoo yes. house of romex keg, house.
3: kegs were rampant and there yeah. were more kegs at parties so yes. even, even not just the 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 houses yeah. like we're talking about like romex and the cross and yeah. stuff uh you know all of the houses had names because yeah. that's what you put on the flyers just and in, in, uh, the Keger mm-hmm. Houses did did that same mm-hmm. thing. Yeah, just they, true. That was a different entity, you know, just the the guys who sold cups, you know, in their basement. Yeah. yeah, but those were good basements too. Oh, but.
0: I had some amazing times in some of those houses. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you that there was this yeah. one on Freeman. I mean, oh yeah. my God, I can't. I don't know the name of it, but some crazy stories from my youth. But uh, w- when I lived at the cross, I remember going to the library and I looked up all of the Carbondale city laws about parties and made sure that we weren't breaking any of the laws well, yeah. because they were trying their best to shut it down. So I, I was like, okay, you can't do this. And then they would call what Aaron North, he did a zine called the yard Nazis, uh-huh. but it's the code department and they would come around. <laughs> sorry. And, sorry. And,
1: the, 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 um, <laughs>
0: <laughs> and the code enforcement would come around the next day if they knew, once they knew, oh, Lost Cross is this party house, and they would check. And if there was one beer can in the yard, they would try to give a ticket. Uh-huh. So. I remember at quite a few parties going around and telling everybody we have to clean up every single can and bottle and throw it away. And then we made it so no one stood on the sidewalk outside because that was breaking a rule. And so after, you know, but now it's great because the city's letting them close off the street. And a few years ago when you did that, I thought that was amazing. And it's like, wow, we had to go and hide it and do all these little tricks to make it legal and now
1: the city manager wow, the literally city has a cross poster a in love his it. office this is right. Amazing. Right. a reminder
0: i <laughs> love it i love it you know it's it's i'm glad uh, this is happening yeah really i know
3: happening. it's it's that it keeps Good. happening and keeps happening and keeps happening is amazing it's it's truly Good. truly yes. amazing
0: yeah we fight the hard fight <laughs> yeah, it wasn't. I don't. Wasn't you
3: know, tough. I don't. I still don't think yeah. you know, like anybody. We didn't win bad. the war. Just like we no. come to a truce finally. Okay. <laughs> you, know? I mean, you know what I mean? Like they, yeah. they finally said, okay, fuck. Yeah. Damn. yeah. Like we, we you, know, you just want to drink beer and play some music. <laughs>
0: Yeah, okay. <laughs> that's pretty no, much that's it. Really, uh, that's, that's really, really all it. that happened.
3: You know, the, worst, <laughs> the worst I've seen, and you know, he'll maybe, uh, you know, and some weed. Weed. You know. Yeah. And, you
1: know the...
0: Which is now legal here, apparently. Right, so now so... Yeah. If that's legal, <laughs> fine.
1: Oh, yeah, you guys live in Texas, yeah. where sucks. Yes. I literally work in the cannabis industry, so it's like, I'm, uh, I'm living my best te- life. Texas right has now. too
0: much money as a state that <laughs> needs to... Be a little bit more poor. Yeah, for them you're right, to right. Smoke, smoke
1: wells, it not grass. It's, <laughs> it's yeah, coming. it's coming. It's it'll it's too it'll happen. Yeah, it yeah.
0: Too Oklahoma's problem. made it legal. It's gonna. Yeah, happen. If Oklahoma's
3: Texas, done it. Texas yeah. makes too much money off their alcohol industry yes. to not go for the weed. Yeah, yeah. It's just too much money on yeah. yeah. the table. Yeah, and the roads it need fixing. I mean, that, that money needs. We, you know, it's coming up soon. So.
1: You know, yeah. and, and the every road, if you didn't notice, either. <laughs> yes. Uh, so, you, did you guys? I mean, you guys lived through the recent power outage. Oh energy? yes, <laughs> we did. Well, Literally. I mean, what was what was <laughs> that?
0: I. <laughs> it was horribly traumatic, and oh my god, it, everybody has PTSD in Texas right now because it wasn't just Austin; it was the entire state. Yeah. They the uh, the electric company shut off our power. Luckily, I still had natural gas, so I had the stove running, which and I still had running water. But the water was not potable. You couldn't drink the water for two yeah, weeks. Because they
1: couldn't process and it, yeah. because the plants yeah. couldn't. Yeah, we, we didn't, have, you didn't have water. We didn't have
3: water for uh, for four days. And yeah. that, was, that, that was rough. So we got real lucky. Um, my wife uh, mm-hmm. has uh, these giant bottles, like the five
2: gallon mm-hmm. jugs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: But she has the good, the fancy water, the mountain spring and the glass, the
1: good stuff. Mm. Mm. (laughs) It is good water, man. It is. And, uh... That's the most punk rock thing anybody's gonna say all weekend long. "Mm, I like the good water. Yeah, yeah.
3: Good stuff. And, uh... (laughs) we had five of those on hand, so we had
1: 25 gallons oh, of drinkable water. Oh, excellent. Okay. So yeah. safe, just, okay. And then, you guys might okay. as well have been living in a castle. <laughs> well, yeah. well, At no. that
0: point, it, yeah. yeah. Yes, yeah, yes. I believe
1: that. Yeah, yes. We were, we, I,
3: for flushing the toilets, we were using snow from outside mm-hmm. and, and putting it in the bathtub and then letting it uh, melt, and then that was what we used to flush the toilets. And then uh, the power, we didn't have any power for seven days. No water for four, no power for seven. Oh, and wow. the seven, yeah. uh, the neighbor had a generator, and he would li- run us one line, just like that little extension cord there, and we would get that, and he would turn it on from eleven at night until the fuel ran out, and mm-hmm. that would always be between four and five in the morning. Mm-hmm. So we would put our heaters on in our bedroom and have a heater on from eleven until like four thirty in the morning, and that that and you know it was. Four degrees, five degrees, nine degrees mm-hmm. every day for like five days, you know. And it was, it was climate
0: crazy. change.
1: Yeah.
3: I was, can't, I
1: can't believe that after that experience, the whole state didn't revolt. It, like that's
0: unreal. Yeah, to I know. I agree. Yeah,
2: yeah, it, it is unbelievable.
0: <laughs> it, I mean. Yes. It Was crazy times, and also because we're from the north, you know, yeah. it, uh, that type of snow here. Here in the north, sorry, we
1: were talking about game of Thrones uh, earlier. Yeah. Uh, that, but
0: that, yeah, nine, here you wouldn't ten, think anything of it. Yeah,
3: nine or ten inches of snow. I was like, hey, this wouldn't even stop, like us going to the mall. Yeah. Like, exactly. Yeah.
0: And here, every single thing yeah. is shut. My, and yeah. the fact that p- some people, and been, some people, didn't have natural gas and no electricity yeah. and no water in I mean, people generally like, die. Where because are of we? This.
1: Yeah, hundreds of people die, if not thousands. Yeah. Yeah. Another one of those things that we'll never actually, we'll just never know. We might
0: get another one this at the end of January, maybe.
1: Yeah. It could
0: happen. It could. Sorry, happen. guys. I mean,
1: yeah. like bring down oh, the generator whole sales oh,
0: are going up in Texas. <laughs> I, oh, I've got, i got,
3: I've got a, a gas uh, <laughs> generator and a generator in my garage. Like, no, <laughs> we're not messing around anymore. I've badass generators, man.
0: <laughs> I did buy an uh, Alex Jones Berkey fil- water filter, so I had the yep. best water. Yeah, no. yeah, yeah, I'm set
3: yeah. Of the water like, situation like, like
0: they're making the frog, like <laughs>
3: Alex Jones,
1: like, like that he, Alex Jones. Yeah, yeah, he would like, advertise
0: it on his eat show. Eat my protein powder! Yeah, yes. You're not exactly. gonna tell me you're an
1: InfoWars person now. You're not gonna like take all of this and just ruin <laughs> a really good conversation. we yeah. like
0: I've we've really clicked on a lot of levels.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and you just took it and said, fuck it. <laughs> like, i got to throw in something
0: Hey, if it. you had muscles living, dead muscles living in your water supply. And yeah, lots and, of them. Lots and of them. You would buy it Alex couldn't, Jones, too. You would
1: right, buy it, right. too. It's survivalism. No, sorry.
0: He lives sorry. in Austin, oh, too. He's to been good through
1: water. it, sorry. Oh, my God.
3: i got a good water story. A good, i got, a, I got to <laughs> okay, give these guys mountain, mountain Springs, yes. man. You know, it's <laughs> available at all of the stores. Uh these people actually delivered us 5 bottles of water on our regular scheduled day before we had power back on. It was yes! it was like it, they just just like oh what good the for fuck you Yeah, mountain valley spring or whatever. yeah, mountain valley. It was like it was, yeah. it, was it was really cool like cuz we were down to the last bottle, you know. We were like you know, what are we going to do? Right. Um hey, we're going to have
1: to pick off one of the kids next. <laughs> <laughs> like,
0: <laughs> I finally was able to get out of the amazing. house this is before I had my filter and I found one thing of Fiji water that was like a thousand dollars for a uh-huh. case of at the Mexican grocery store I'm like I don't care this water is terrible but I am buying it and it cost way too much but and it's environment environmentally incorrect but it was water <laughs> All I right. well this fresh is, um, water is a big deal
1: th- this <laughs> Everyone is, uh, needs it this is where I'm gonna jump out here. Mm -hmm. For this podcast, which feels like a big deal. The 93rd episode of the WTF Carbondale podcast. Stay tuned for episode 94. I don't usually give a lead in, but (laughs) we're just going to make that one happen right now. Have a good one, folks. Whatever that one, maybe.